1: Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. I, just, I
0: don't have
2: to show you to stinking
3: watches.
1: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. I don't have to show you how to stinking watches. This All is right. the Chris
2: Welcome everybody, it's the Chris Salcedo Show. I am waiting for Facebook Live to catch up with us right now, so just give me two shakes. The reason why we're doing Facebook Live a little bit early to on this uh, Chris Salcedo Show on Wednesday, which normally appears on a Thursday, reason is, Facebook Live, oh, there, see, it, it kind of echoes a little bit right there at the beginning. Reason why we're doing this, oh by the way, hi Facebook Live, we have logistical issues with tomorrow's program. So that's why we're doing... Tomorrow's program today. Welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. I am glad you're with us. Now, that didn't come out right. Not tomorrow's program today. We're just doing Facebook Live that we would normally do tomorrow today because of logistical purposes. It's all making sense now? Now that I've thoroughly confused you, let's get to the, some of the particulars of the program. 888 933 That is how you get in touch with the show. Today we're going to be focusing on what the basket of biased press is focused on. Today, we're going to be focusing on all of these stories that have come out the last couple of days, and they are just that, stories. Wonderful acts of fiction, or wonderful acts of supposition, of speculation. Nothing has been proven. One of you very astute Salcedo Show uh, listeners and observers got in touch with me on email today. And you said, isn't it funny how the alleged press, and I'm making air quotes with my fingers, how the alleged press could look at a a person who's been accused of murder, who has signed a confession, who had a photograph and video of him doing the deed, and the press will still say, well, the alleged murderer. But when it comes to Donald Trump, all of this unsubstantiated, unproven thinly sourced, anonymously sourced issues uh, that have been put out of the last couple of days, and you know what they are, the alleged revealing of secret information or classified information which is perfectly within the rights of the President to do to the Russians that Israel's upset and the latest Comey revelation. It's not, and it's, see, they've got me doing it. It's not a revelation. What it is is supposition, speculation. And again, it happened right after this program yesterday, if memory serves. So what what happened yesterday was this Comey memo, an alleged Comey memo. Here's what the press has descended into these days, folks. The press has descended into, and this this is how it went, yeah, hello uh New York Times. Oh yeah, you're my uh FBI agent informant. Yeah, yeah, what do you got? Oh yeah, yeah, abs- absolutely. Yeah, uh we we hate we hate Trump too. Yeah, yeah, shame about your former boss. Really? A memo you say. Well, what what, what do the memo say? <laughs> it said that that the president of the United States asked James Comey to suspend the investigation into Michael Flynn? Really? Well, well, okay, send it over. Oh, oh, oh you're not going to send it. Oh, oh, I can't see I understand. I can't see it. Well, why don't you just read it to me over the phone? All right. Right? right. You know what? That's good enough for me, man. Hey, copy. We're going to print it. That's what happened, folks. The New York Times printed a story based on an and a memo that they didn't even see. That until now, nobody's laid their eyes on. We we assume it exists. Jason Chaffetz, uh, from what I understand, is in hospital, but still was able to fire out a threat of a subpoena. They want to see the memo. We would like to see this memo that James Comey jotted down, that alleged that after a meeting that he had with Trump, That Trump asked him, hey man, come on, Flynn, he served his country, he's a general, is there any way we can, you know, save this guy, a a massive investigation, can we, does does this have to happen? And James Comey took that according to this alleged memo, and I, see, I have the proper use of these terms, nothing's been shown, nothing's been proven, this alleged memo, that, that James Comey went down and wrote and said, oh, the president just asked me to suspend the investigation. Another key point here. If the president of the United States asked James Comey to suspend an investigation into Michael Flynn, which, according to news accounts of that time from, oddly enough, the New York Times, the FBI hadn't found anything salacious about what Flynn had done with uh, the Russian ambassador Kislyak and their phone conversation. Nothing was indicting, nothing was wrong, according to reporting out of the New York Times. So, but that aside, so you got James Comey writing all this stuff down, and if James Comey thought that this rose to the level of obstruction of justice, he was duty-bound to report that to his superiors. To, to members of Congress and to his superiors. Why didn't he? Why didn't he? It's a fair question, I think. And then, what about this, this notion that it is not within the purview of the president to be asking such things? Uh, there are differing points of view on this. Of course the Democrats say oh it's obstruction of justice to which I say you have no proof yet. We don't know that, that justice was obstructed. And by the way, Andrew McCabe jumped in front of Congress and said that nobody stopped us to nobody has asked us to stop investigating. We have had nobody try to obstruct our investigation. Obstruction of justice. You you have to actually have somebody who's trying to stop your investigation and that's not happening. By either Ordering somebody to withhold information, or by trying to obstruct and get in the way of an investigation, and simply asking as a supervisor, which is Trump is to James Comey, it does this really have to go through? I mean, after every all the service that that Flynn has done, and there's no there there, does it really have to go through and drag him through the mud like this? I just fired the guy, and of course there is no burden of proof it's all being reported as if it were gospel and you got to start to ask yourself why why is this happening why is it that you get and we we did this yesterday we we put both of those articles from the washington post and the new york times and we read them the first stanzas and oddly enough you, went, you what a quinky dink this is folks there was a former and current staff knowledgeable with this situation in both articles in the Washington Post and the New York Times. And we summarized, we theorized that possibly it was the same former and current individuals with knowledge of the situation with an ax to grind. Suffice it to say the only illegality that is that is being alleged right here right now was not even covered in any of these stories. In the Washington Post, in the New York Times, or even in BuzzFeed's piece of trash. <laughs> yes, BuzzFeed, the same folks who put out the uh, the golden shower dossier. Remember them? They're out there saying, the Israelis are pissed. Re- really, they are. Huh, news to me. Israelis come out yesterday and say, we're cool. We look forward to, to uh, working with the Trump administration, with President Trump, we also notified you all yesterday that you would be a fool to think that President Obama didn't step in it several times during the early days of his administration. And the difference between President Obama stepping in it and Trump allegedly stepping in it, we don't know, is that Obama had those in the deep state, the swamp, his his staff in place covering for him okay uh Obama may have said something a little too much a little too uh, let, let's let's iron this out behind the scenes nobody needs to know now Donald Trump steps out of out of a lane possibly and everybody knows about it because of the leaks there is only one breaking of law that has happened here folks the leaking and it continues to be the leaking and James Comey didn't want to go after the leakers. And James Comey is out of a job. And I would lay you dollars to donuts. That's a big reason why he's out of a job. Because he wanted the good times to keep rolling. The felonies to keep on rolling with the caveat that it hurt Trump. Democrats don't give a damn. The basket of biased press doesn't give a damn. How much damage is done to the, done to the country? they would they just want to rule what's left after Trump goes away Trump is showing no sign of backing down at this point much to the delight of his supporters I have some sound bites we'll go through every bit that we can today and today only and I'm I'm going to arm you with the ability to talk to all these left wingers because I heard from them too yesterday oh this is terrible this is terrible I said well where's your proof what? Where's your proof? Where's the memo? Where, show me the memo. Uh, uh, but the New York Times said. Uh, uh. You see what I mean? It is no coincidence that Donald Trump is about ready to embark on a rather historic first overseas trip. And Democrats in and out of the basket of biased press are trying to undermine his credibility at home. No mistake. And don't forget this. This is going to set the table for the entire day. Those who work at the New York Times, those who work at the Washington Post, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, on the national level, they are not, I repeat, not dedicated journalists. They are dedicated Democrats, first and foremost. I'll be back in a minute.
1: Keep up with the Chris Salcedo show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the Blaze Radio Network.
0: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London.
1: Salcedo
0: is on the
2: Blaze Radio Network. All right, coming up, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer will be on with us. Uh, as a matter of fact, Shamat, remind me, I got to get you guys, got to give you the number so you can call to, uh, uh, Colonel Schaefer so we can get him on here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we will do that. Uh, we um, I saw him on Fox News last night, and I thought he did a bang up job. He always does a bang up job when he's here on the program or he's on Fox News, but I thought nobody better to talk about. What's going on in the pages of the Post and the Times and BuzzFeed than a guy who's CIA trained to come on and talk about it? And to me, ladies and gentlemen, this all looks coordinated. This this looks coordinated. This looks set up and contrived. Uh, as I said in the in the opening stanza, you've got you've got. Uh, Basically, the same verbiage being used by two alleged uh, competing newspapers, the Times and the Post. They're ideologically united, so they don't really uh, compete. They're unified in their opposition to Trump. And this whole rollout, one hit after another, Post, Times, and then the Times again later in the day yesterday with this whole Comey business. It's all contrived. And everybody on, except for Fox, on the cable networks, joins in. Starts reporting, oh, there's a, there's a memo. There's a Comey memo. There is? Have you seen it? Well, no. Well, how do you know? Well, there's a, the New York Times said so. Oh, well. <laughs> there goes your journalism degree. Alleged memo. Supposed memo. A memo nobody has seen. Let's uh, let's start the flip around, folks. We'll start off with MSNBS. They are talking about Republicans raising the prospect of impeachment after memo claims Trump asked Comey to drop probe. Really? To
0: this idea that a lot of executive orders have been
2: signed, but they just call for reports to be written. We're not actually seeing changes that are going to create jobs.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, though, though like I, I could do an interview on healthcare, and we get criticized that we're moving too fast, and then you do an interview right after that, and you're getting criticized that it's not moving fast enough. I mean, the way the legislative process works, I mean, the bill just passed the House. It's at the Senate now. The Senate's working on the bill, and I, I, I guess I, I would need to get a clear understanding of whether
2: Trump's a distraction. You know, this is where uh, this is uh, Representative Lee Zedlin. He's a Republican from New York, a moderate from New York. Uh, it seems that Lisa Murkowski, a air quotes with my fingers, folks, Republican from Alaska, is the first Republican to call for impeachment of Donald Trump over a memo that nobody has seen. What what a waste of skin is this woman? What what a what a Shallow. Uh, look, we, we said this was going to happen. That yesterday, y- yesterday we, we, we told you that there will be a lot of Republicans just itching, just waiting. A lot of these establishment folks who don't like the idea of changing Washington, D.C., who want to get their hands on the goodies and control the goodies. They're going to come out of the woodwork. They're going to come out of the woodwork and they're going to start... Yelling things like impeachment, impeachment. So uh, I guess it's good for your electoral prospects. She must. I'm not sure how that moderate ever got elected. In Alaska. Kind of swings conservative in a lot of areas. But anyway, this is sheer lunacy. Let's jump up to uh, CNN. The turmoil inside the White House. It's down. Look at all that. It is down now 311 points with about a half an hour to go till closing bell. CNN Money Digital correspondent Paula Monica following the market. And you're saying to me in commercial break, don't look at your 401k right now.
3: Do not look at your 401k.
1: Obviously, this is a bad day for the markets, but stocks are still up pretty sharply since the election.
2: It's a 300-point drop. Of course, it's Trump's fault, ladies and gentlemen. It's Trump's fault. <laughs> a bunch of thinly sourced, poorly sourced stories coming out of the Post and the New York Times. And they say, well, Trump's causing all this chaos. <laughs> uh, and, and the markets are down 300 points. Folks, I, I've seen it 600, 700, 800 points. Oh, don't look at your 401Ks. Let's make sure this is uh, supposedly catastrophic as we possibly can. Thank you, Brooke Baldwin. Thank you for that tremendous insight. Let's go over to Fox.
3: Pendulum over. And and I ask because I, I think a lot of our viewers and people who I speak with on this matter all over the
1: place think that this is some kind of emotional loyalty thing that's going on when isn't this really just simply about percentages, when, when when, Republicans, or if at some point, they look at the numbers and they go, if I stick with him, I can't win. And since I can't win with him, I'm turning against him. What is it that makes that happen?
0: That's absolutely um, the case. They're already watching President uh, Trump's polling numbers, uh, which are getting a little bit worse. Um,
2: and we have not seen, I don't think, the full impact of what's happened in the last seven days in polling yet. Uh, but What's happened? What's Happened. Nothing has been shown to have happened. Just a bunch of speculation. And the only thing that we know that has happened is felonies have been committed, folks. Senator Jim Risch said this yesterday on Fox. Here's what we know has
0: happened. Well, uh, first of all, uh, you, you know, you got to have a crime first. If you're talking about mm-hmm. this leak, uh, the Russian uh, uh, classified material, the President of the United States has the absolute right and the legal right to declassify anything that's classified at any time he wants for any reason or no reason. Indeed, he has an obligation uh, when he took the oath of office to declassify it when it's in the best interest of the people of the United States. The media in this town is acting like this is a one-off and gosh, this never happens. The president of the United States, this one and all previous presidents, has conversations about classified facts with foreign governments all the time.
2: All the time. Oh, by the way, breaking news, folks. Joe Lieberman, former Democrat senator, up for FBI director? 888-900-3393.
0: The Chris Salcedo Show.
2: On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Listening to the Chris Salcedo show on the Blaze Radio Network.
0: Someone committed a crime here. There's a weasel. And that person is the person who got a hold of the information that uh, happened in that meeting uh, between the president and the foreign minister of Russia. And that was classified information that this person got a hold of, and they leaked it to the New York Times. That's a felony. It's un-American. They endangered the lives of the, of their families and other Americans. That's That person is uh, guilty of treason and should be held to answer for it. I would call on the newspaper to come forward and identify the person that uh, gave them uh, this information.
2: Senator Jim Risch, everybody, uh, and uh, he is absolutely correct. There is a crime here. There is a definitive crime and it's part of the reason why James Comey is no longer head of the FBI is that James Comey was said not to have wanted to investigate the crimes that we knew had been committed rather dedicating the nation's resources to discovering some fictional crime or a potential crime that maybe was committed by Trump campaign uh, staffers Uh, or at one point many Democrats tried to push the narrative that it was committed by Trump himself. Uh, Let's talk more about this. About the days and the last couple of days and these release of these thinly sourced, poorly sourced reports that everybody's taking his gospel with retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer. He is CIA trained, former senior intelligence officer and a New York Times best-selling author. His latest book is called The Last Line. He is a senior fellow with the London Center for Policy Research and the Center for Advanced Defense Studies. Colonel, welcome back.
3: Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. Good to be on.
2: OK, Uh Let's first off deal with what the senator said there is a crime
3: here and nobody's talking about it. Well, I find it disconcerting. I mean, some of us are you are and I I am, but very few others are. And it's very disconcerting by the fact, as he pointed out, this is a no doubt uh, federal felony. This is a it, this is where they put you in jail for a long time. I mean, Bradley Manning just got out for doing something similar. And so uh, the fact is,, uh, as you said, and others have said, uh, James Comey, uh, both uh, in front of Trey Gowdy, uh, was asked the question, you know w- would will you uh, investigate these leaks?" And the answer was no. And then, uh, you know, I'm sure I, I take it I understand the president asking the same thing. And the answer was, you know, I don't think so. So nobody is bigger than the president when it comes to essentially asking someone to enforce the law. And notably, Chris, uh, that's been the, the hallmark of this administration. Most people who President Trump has appoint, appointed have simply gone about trying to actually follow the law. Uh, John Kelly over DHS, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, John Tillerson, the state's been trying to bring things back into focus. Uh, Mike uh, Pompeo over at CIA. So it's it's been interesting to see that J- James Comey didn't seem to get that memo that it's time for him to do his job. And I think it, clearly that's one of the reasons that Comey uh, was justified, justifiably fired the way he was.
2: Yeah. And it also bears pointing out, folks, that Manning, was let out because Barack Obama commuted Manning's sentence. Uh, Manning Absolutely. would have been in jail for 25 more years, but hey, right. if you do damage to the country, you're a Democrat's best friend, so that's why Barack Obama commuted his, her uh, sentence. Uh, right. Let's let's get into the, well, substance, or the lack thereof yeah. of these pieces of the last couple of days, Colonel. You had the, yeah. the Washington Post coming out with this, this allegation that Trump put out uh, information that was given... By another country. Here comes BuzzFeed saying it was Israel, and other folks in New York Times saying it was Israel who gave us that information. And then you've got New York Times piling on once again late in the afternoon, talking about a memo that was that, that was talked about, but nobody has seen. It was dictated to the reporter over the phone, right. and everybody's taking all of these reports from former and current uh, officials as gospel with no proof and 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 now they're saying oh the president's having a tough week because of all of this
3: yeah well the president's having it i think he's annoyed by it but i think it gives him clear and, and uh, precise uh targets to go after look i i think we're pretty sure at this time at this point who the guy was at the fbi who read the stuff and and but chris but between you and me and i was making fun of this last night with lou dobbs you know that their very articles stayed up front that the. Uh, that, that No one at the Times or the, uh, NBC has seen the memos. Like, what kind of idiots are you? I mean, that's that's kind of like, uh, you know, journalism 101. You actually get the artifact and you look at it and you evaluate it and you make it. You know, this is what got, got Dan Radner fired, for goodness sake, back uh, when he was at CBS. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's journalistic uh, malfeasance at best. Uh, And it's 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 essentially a crime at the worst by the fact that they are slandering. Uh, And I said this last night on Fox. This is weaponizing information. They are using this information as a weapon against the president. So but I think at the same time, Chris, they're they're basically popping themselves up. I said also when I was on with Lou Dobbs that uh, if I were in charge, I would have these people identified within two weeks and they'd be out. And uh, frankly, I already know who they are. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, 24 yeah. hours we figured it out. So it's a question now uh, will the, you know, I, I'm, I'm outside the government. It doesn't take me that long to get information. I just hope the government will do something about this because it's, it's not that many folks who are, who, are, who are doing this.
2: I hope you're right. And I, but before you went on Fox last night, talked with Martha, talked with Lou. I was right. saying on this program uh, that, that, and also on uh, a later version of the Chris Salcedo show that folks th- this isn't this isn't happening in a vacuum this is not this is not a coincidence this is coordinated you've got right. the new york times and the washington post articles both making reference to a current and former official with knowledge of the situation it's it's the same individuals the two and, and, and of course they're talking to competing newspapers i'm making competing with air quotes with my fingers they're not competing yeah. this is a targeted operation between democrats inside of the press and Democrats outside of the press to target and undermine this president. And it, it, it again, this strikes me as something that's a coordinated effort. What do you think?
3: Well, and it, Democrats inside the administration who are uh, hiding as professional uh, employees. I mean, we we have seen the likes of people like Lois Lerner. Lois Lerner uh, was a political appointee in the Clinton White House. She ended up burrowing, burrowing her way into the bureaucracy as a career person, and people like her. Uh, have been left uh, in place over the last 20 years. And so when you're faced with a, a hostile, if not uh, uh, completely uh, compromised media, mainstream media, with insiders who are willing to literally commit felonies to get them information and, by the way, undermine the country. We're, we're not I'm talking about just undermining the president. We're talking about undermining the ability – of the federal government to manage national security, the long-term ramifications of these compromises—it's not simply about destroying Donald Trump. they are they are burning down the very house they live in, and they don't yeah. get it, and they don't care. But it's that 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 uh, conflagration of, of both, uh, you know, the, those those Democrats, if you will, who are working behind the scenes. And let me make this very clear for your audience. I worked in the intelligence community uh, for a long time, and I I have worked in some form. For every president since Jimmy Carter, I have in some form been uh, under, uh, either attached to, worked for, uh, some element of the government during every, to include helping out with Barack Obama, believe it or not, on certain things. And uh, I put my, my politics aside to focus on what's best for the nation, even under Democrat presidents, because it's, it, we, we can we cannot afford to see our national security compromised. Chris, the current set of people – don't care they cannot set aside their political agenda to understand the damage they're doing potentially permanent damage to our ability to manage and to keep uh, information secure and keep our enemies at bay and do what's best for the country they, they have completely sold out
2: yeah whatever you want to call them the swamp The Obama holdovers, the deep state, these individuals, again, remember, most of them are likely Obama appointees hired by uh, Obama. And remember, the reflections of Obama. Obama despised this nation, undermined this nation, and propped up other countries. These people don't As the colonel just said, folks, they don't care if they crumble the nation. If they can't rule it and they can't run it into the ground, then they'll destroy it. And that's what these people who are leaking behind the scenes are up to. Retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, our guest right now, folks, London Center for Policy Research and the Center for Advanced Defense Studies. Lisa Murkowski, a, an alleged senator from Alaska, uh, joining in on a memo that nobody has seen calling for the impeachment of Donald Trump. Your reaction, sir? Uh,
3: look, um, I I know uh, a couple people who are involved in previous impeachment. A dear friend of mine, uh as uh, Bruce Fine, Bruce actually wrote the articles of impeachment for um, for uh, Nixon, for Clinton, and, by the way, for John Boehner, which was never exposed to the light of the day but did happen. And, um, look, he's the expert in this, and he says there's no, there's no grounds remotely for impeachment. You, you have to go through uh, and basically posit there's actually a crime. You have to have someone who says, hey, a crime has been committed. Uh, so far, Chris, uh, they're not even in uh, the same state uh, to, to, to get to that point. So, uh, I, you know, again, we're talking about uh, the never-Trumpers on the, on the Republican side, the neocons on the Republican side, uh, the Clintons on the Democrat side, the Obamas on the Democrat side, all conspiring with the media to try to push this narrative. And, and uh, it, frankly, it's it's not only nonsensical; it is truly insane. I would literally ask her to go see a psychiatrist uh, if she really <laughs> thinks that somehow we're on a path to impeachment at this point in time. So.
2: Joe Lieberman. Last thing: Joe Lieberman is is yeah. heading to the White House to to be interviewed to be the next FBI director. What do you think of this yeah. potential pick?
3: Well, I know Joe. I don't know him well. We've uh, we've been. Uh, uh, in uh, the train station a couple times, we've had some good conversations. Uh, I like Joe. I think he's uh, uh, on the path of being reformed. I put him in the same category as, uh, as Tulsi Gabbard and, uh, and uh, Bruce uh, – I mean, um, uh, Dennis Kucinich, who have kind of uh, seen the light uh, and have kind of stepped away from the extreme views of a lot of their party. So I think uh, even if he's not picked, I think he can add some interesting things to the conversation. So I think you should talk to the president. I, I hope to have a good conversation. I don't, I'm not sure if he's the right guy for the job. But, again, I think any dialogue with people of reasonable beliefs and, dare I say, logical uh, ability to talk, I think a conversation is something that's a good thing to have.
2: In short supply today, especially in Washington, in D.C.,
0: supply. Absolutely.
2: Retired retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, everybody. CIA-trained former senior intelligence officer. He is the author of The Last Line and a senior fellow with both the London Center for Policy Research and the Center for Advanced Defense Studies. Colonel, always a pleasure. Thanks for being here on The Salcedo Show.
3: Sure, Chris. Chris thank Thanks for having me.
2: You betcha. More to come, folks. Be right back on The
3: Blaze.
1: You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show.
0: The Blaze Radio Network.
1: We're taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Prime example, prime example of what Tony Schaefer was talking about, how the the lasting harm that is being done by the Democrats in and out of the press. Uh, Vladimir Putin jumped on television and just laughed, laughed at the Democrats laughed at the press uh, l- let me let me tell you i must admonish sergei for not giving me information that he got from trump sergei did not tell me about this secret classified information we must uh, puni- we must punish him we must punish sergei lavrov for not giving us the classified information and then putin Offers to give transcripts to Congress of the meeting, (laughs) and of course, you know, we we shouldn't trust Vladimir Putin any any farther than we can throw him. He's he is an enemy of the United States to this day, as he has been for the last eight years. But isn't it funny how the Democrats who sat behind. Barack Obama, and watched Barack Obama plant his lips firmly on Vladimir Putin's rear end for the last eight years. Oh, now all of a sudden they want to do something. Let's go to war! <laughs> really? No, they're not saying that, because they're all they need to do is get rid of Trump. That's all they want to do. They don't really want to oppose Russia. A lot of them are ideologically predisposed to be just like Vladimir Putin. They share a lot of similar qualities, these Democrats. But, uh, on uh, on Putin's kind offer To give us a transcript uh, Senator Marco Rubio talking with Fox News today And uh, Mr. Rubio reacted to this Well
3: I, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't put much credibility into whatever Putin's notes are, and if it comes in an email, I wouldn't click on the attachment. That's for sure. But, <laughs> yeah. but, that would be and, uh, and then on the on the going back to the director issue, look, it's inevitable now and inescapable. I thought he was going to have to
2: do this anyway, but given what we read yesterday in the newspaper, Director Comey or former Director Comey will have to testify before Congress. My, I imagine would be before the Judiciary Committee, and he's going to have to turn over these notes and anything else. Right, as I mentioned, Jason Chaffetz is asking for. These notes, these uh, memos that Mr. Comey allegedly, see, I'm a better journalist than the New York Times and the Washington Post, allegedly were made by James Comey. And to Jason Chaffetz, I would say, well, since James Comey is such a good little note taker, why don't we also subpoena all of his notes and what he was writing about during the Hillary Clinton case for her emails, before he stepped to the microphone, laid out a case for indictment, and then just said, "But you know, she didn't intend to violate the law. So guess what? She she gets off scot free." Uh, why don't we get those notes too, Jason Chaffetz? I'm um, and Chaffetz, as I said, in the hospital, still managing to get out the threat of issuing a subpoena for this memo that nobody has seen. I, look, uh, the New York Times deserves derision. You guys are just going to take my word for it, because you do not, you do not say, oh, uh, you are, uh, you, you've got to, oh, you're going to bash Trump. Oh, let's go to press with it right away. Uh, wh- where's your proof? Oh, no, no, I don't need any proof. You just tell me this over the phone. That doesn't happen unless you're biased. Back in a minute. The Chris Salcedo Show right here on The Blaze. Stick with me.
1: You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show.
0: Part of Generation Blaze on The Blaze Radio Network.